most wonderful show is Keeping Up With The Joneses. Mrs. Jones. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I have a very full belly. You do. Filled with brisket. It's true. We just came back from having dinner with a friend and we ate at the Butcher Town Hall. We did. Which is a great restaurant up in Germantown in Nashville. It is. And it's very, it's very um, uh, meat friendly. If you like meat, it's a good place to go. Yeah. You basically just go and, and order slabs of pounds of meat. Yes. And then vegetables. Well, uh, yeah. If like, you want to. Easy on the vegetables. <laughs> well, I had a fair amount of Brussels sprouts because they, they do pretty mean Brussels sprout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been great to be back at work. It has been. After it's a couple of weeks really of vacation. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. What an amazing team we have. We have an incredible team. It's fun to like your job so much that you look forward to going back to work after vacation yeah, as opposed to dreading it or something. That's right. Yeah. I wonder how unique we are in that situation. I don't know. I feel very blessed. Me too. How are you doing with uh, unpacking our house? Um, Not that that's your job, the way I said that, as if I've delegated that task to you. I feel like I've slowed down in the last day or two. My shoulder is killing me. Uh, But I did get the whole kitchen unpacked. And you got a fridge delivered today. And, oh, it's such a pretty fridge. So do you get excited about fridges like I get excited about new Apple products? Could be. But I get excited about new Apple products too. Because I'm married to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the new fridge is sweet. And I haven't moved anything from the secondary fridge into the primary fridge yet. Because I want to really think about how I'm going to organize it before I move anything. It's not a good time to confess that I just dumped the leftovers from the I restaurant tonight. <laughs> okay. I can't believe you did that. But I did see them. I love that you have a redundant array of fridges. <laughs> well, I love that, like, for example, our ice cream maker can be kept now in the secondary freezer. So if we want to make ice cream, we can. We've never made ice cream in the last five years. We have not made ice cream. No, you're probably right. But if we want to, it's there. Well, I used to have Praise a Praise God for a backup I, fridge. <laughs> well, in the previous house, uh, before this last one, I had a spot I could fit it in that freezer. And so it was always in the freezer. Oh, so if you wanted to make ice cream, you could. But in this, in the last house, I couldn't fit it in and p- fit in like chickens and stuff. And so... Let's keep talking about this. I think there's a lot of life <laughs> I'm on sorry. it. <laughs> so anyway, we are, I'm happy. <laughs> we are slowly but surely unpacking our house. Yes. And I've loved having people come to stay already. We've already got uh, people who are staying. It's true. Which I love. I, we I we, we had a friend whose air conditioning went out that stayed with us this week too. Yeah, that was great. It was very fun. I think I like it more when there's not boxes literally everywhere. Yeah, it's a little stressful. Like I consider today just moving every box I can see down into the basement and then we can pick one up and bring no, it up and no, unpack it. No, because you know who will be implementing that plan? Because right now you have that vision of I will move everything down to the basement, but what that means is I will move everything No, no, to the I mean, I was literally looking at it thinking, this is just like three or four boxes right here. I could move this in the basement. That clears up the way that's blocked into the dining room. Nope, not going to happen. All right. Otherwise, Why? we'll end up with boxes in our basement. For 48 that, years. That will never open. Like, literally, we have boxes in our basement right now that came with us from Canada. Yes, this is the but they, haven't, they have been opened. I opened and sorted through all of those boxes when I organized the garage last year. I'm remaining silent. You should. Let's talk about going to an optician's with three small children. (laughs) 
I don't ever want to do that again. I I no. thought it was wise to bring all three together and just get it done. And they thought it would take about 45 minutes. Two hours later, we're still in the office and I'm maxed on the amount of uh, joy I can possibly muster. I like the determination of the <laughs> staff that they thought they were going to get to use highly complex equipment with MJ, who is three and a half, that required huge levels of user interaction. So it's not like they needed to do all the technical tasks. He needed to do all the technical tasks. So they're right. like, okay, look at it. Okay, make your pupil there. Okay, lean in really wide. Okay, now stare at it. Okay, lock on your iris. And I'm like, he's three. He okay. literally doesn't and understand d- anything blink. you're saying. <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I just had a quiet word with him. I was like, he only has a limited amount of patience for this and you're getting dangerously close to using it. <laughs> And that goes for his father, too. So if there's other tests that need to be run, let's abandon this one. Right. And, and go, go for the ones that one. small children can do. Um, at least his vision is good. He He's apparently gotten my vision. He's good to go. I don't like what you're instimulating. Well, you may not like what I'm instimulating, but the facts are you're blind as a bat without your glasses. And it turns out our girls aren't much better. <laughs> Abby's vision got worse. And Well, to Tia's, be fair, that's because she hasn't been wearing her glasses. But her glasses, when we got her glasses, they were for distance and she was only supposed to wear them if she was looking at a chalkboard. And now she's supposed to wear glasses all the time. Yeah, it was pretty worrying at church this morning. Our kids were in for worship. Let's revisit that idea. But our kids were in for worship and we sat in the front row and the big screen had our declarations and Abigail couldn't read the declarations. Yeah, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. 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 Because I can read it from the very back. Yeah, but you were some sort Blindfolded. Of you can see in the future. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> Yeah. And your mom's arrived. She has. She drove 14 hours from Canada. So she did it over a two-day span. She stayed somewhere near Cincinnati or something. And she arrived this evening. So she's 80 and she drives here from Canada. That's pretty impressive. She's something else. She's amazing. Yeah. And then there was this handsome, Scottish, gorgeous man who spoke at church this morning. I think he had an athletic build. Devilishly handsome. (laughs) That's the one. Incredibly humble. (laughs) Very, very humble. I missed him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, you were great this morning. It was really, really good. Speaking on the kindness of God. Say that again, yeah. but louder. <laughs> Speaking on the kindness of God. No, the very good part. <laughs> it was great. I, I uh, seriously, I highly recommend it. You can, you can watch it on Grace Center. Can you put a link in the show notes? I can put a link. If you're going to watch one of them, watch the second session. Yeah, it was funnier. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, apparently don't watch the first one. No giggles, no laughs. Well, there was a couple of giggles and laughs, but I think by the time you get to second service, those people have had more espresso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our topic for this week. Yes. I've, I've been thinking about wisdom a lot. I actually spoke about it at Emine on Monday night. And if you were there, the, what we're doing tonight is we're launching something very, very cool. But before we do that, I want to do a little bit of a recap of what we talked about on Monday night at Emine. But been thinking about wisdom been thinking about the book of proverbs uh, so enjoying proverbs I've, be, I've been reading it and just digging out all this treasure i think proverbs was written to be tweeted it's very tweet worthy or t- it's easy to tweet isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really is so we have a cunning plan of what we want to do but we're going to tell you about that in a second let's recap what we talked about monday night okay one of the first things that you mentioned was that the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. And that's from Proverbs 9, 10. Um, But I think that word fear there is more awe, isn't it, than like terror. 
Yeah, it's an interesting phrase, isn't it? Fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. What springs to mind when you hear that? I think because my paradigm isn't that God is scary, but that God is loving and kind. Fear there to me is more our reverence of the Lord mm-hmm. rather than a terror of the Lord or, you know, constantly being afraid. Um, but I know people that read that verse like that. In a moment, we're going to be talking about some videos we highly recommend you watch on the book of Proverbs, and they do a great job of explaining that phrase. But basically, that whole thing of the fear of the Lord as a foundation of wisdom, it, it's really rooted in the idea that you find wisdom in listening and obeying God's word. Right. That a healthy respect to prioritize God's ways over our ways, even when we don't understand his ways, is the foundation of wisdom. And I think that's borne out when you see world leaders make decisions that are rooted in God's word, you see the fruit of that on a global scale. And we see that in our own lives when we, uh, time and time again, when we are doing counseling with people, the areas where people went off the rails in their life is when they stopped following the way God designed life. Right. And we see that in our society. We see stuff crumbling right. in the areas that we ignore God's ways and flourishing in the areas that we see God's ways. Right. And typically in those areas, we're not teachable either. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The whole topic of teachability. You know that, well, we're going to come to that in a second, but that whole notion of people who are teachable become wise and people who aren't stay fools. Yeah. I've really been gripped with the thought of, I don't want to be foolish. No, me neither. I mean, really, you get this healthy... F- I don't want to say fear as in I'm frightened, but this healthy awe and reverence reading scriptures that you've got two choices, either be wise or be a fool. And I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be a fool. Yeah. And I, I guess I think sometimes I'm pretty sure that most fools don't realize they're being fools. They probably think they're being wise. Well, it talks about like, if you, if you take stock in your own wisdom, you're a fool. I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> the second thing I pointed out was, and this was super encouraging, is that wisdom is available to everyone. Yeah. It's it's actually really easy to find. And that's a relief because I think sometimes there's a danger that we think that we're destined to be a fool or destined to be wise. Yeah. Or we look at people in our own lives that we think, oh man, they're really wise. I wish I was like them. Not realizing we could become like them if we would just do what they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, your third point was that you can acquire wisdom by listening so one of the best things that can happen to you is actually to get rebuked or corrected. If your heart's actually willing to listen, you can acquire wisdom. But how genius is that of God to wrap up wisdom in a rebuke? One of the easiest means of communication to dismiss. Yeah. Where it would actually require humility to be able to engage with God on totally. that level. But great rewards from receiving uh you know, even I, I remember many times uh, I would have, you know, especially at the beginning of the renewal and stuff like that. And there was a lot to be rebuked for. <laughs> you know, there was a lot, there's a lot of need of correction uh, as I was learning to lead and all that kind of stuff. And, um, but I, I felt like I got corrected a lot. Like, and, like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I joke around about don't punch people at church because I did. And of course got corrected for that, but just, you know, um, learning to love other people well, being more patient with people, that kind of stuff. And I remember sort of determining in my heart, okay, even if I don't agree 
with the feedback that I'm getting or the rebuke that I'm getting from someone, I'm still going to take it before the Lord and ask them and ask him to talk to me about it because I don't actually want to miss something just because I don't view myself in that way. I want to actually, I want to grow. And I figured the only way you grow is by actually including other people's perspectives. Well, that was one of the things the Lord spoke to me a couple of weeks ago. I forget, we were on vacation, weren't we? And we had this heated interchange one late one night. I think we we're getting ready to pack up and leave. And oh, yeah. we, you know, we had this heated interchange. I thought it went one way and you thought it went a completely different way. Yeah. And we were getting nowhere going, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Alan, there's only two eyewitnesses in the room mm. and you're not taking the report of the other eyewitness seriously. And I was like, you know what, Lord, you're absolutely right. And, and I began thinking, why would my wife lie to me? Like you were so earnestly trying to communicate something to me. I wasn't listening because I, in my head, I was like, I, I was there. I know what happened. And I just felt like the Lord said, just shut up and listen to your wife. Just like be quiet and actually listen to what she's saying. And I was astonished. <laughs> it's going to sound terrible. I was astonished that when I actually listened, I heard something so contrary to my view of how things went down. But I just thought, she's not going to lie to me. Yeah. Like if I, if I want to grow, I need to listen to what she's saying. This was before we ever did the teaching on wisdom, but I'd, I'd been reading Proverbs. So I guess something had sunk in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. What did you, what did you, did, did you notice I did that? Yeah. And I actually thought it was, uh, unusual. I mean, I mean, thankfully we don't argue that often, but it, uh, you sort of dis, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disqualify? No, no, no. You, you like, you turned on a dime and just sort of went, well, hang on a second. I, well, okay, let me, I want to hear you because, you know, and you said that you're the, you're the other person in the room. And so, you know, and I, I was sort of like, uh, like I didn't know to begin with what, why you were taking that tack. If I was trying to trap you. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh okay. Well, it's the Holy Spirit. He's a genius. I remember Jeff Dollar, our, our beloved pastor and leader said, I have a bald spot that I can't see. Like other people can tell me I have a ball spot, but if I take the stance that, well, I can't see it, therefore I don't have one, I'm going to miss out on valuable feedback. Yeah. Danny Silk said this brilliant thing. He said, you know, we all have a nose right above our, where our breath comes out, but none of us can tell if we have good or bad breath. We, we need other people to give us valuable feedback yeah. about what's going on. And so this whole premise that we acquire wisdom by listening to other people, it's, I mean, there's something to that. Yeah. This week I was having lunch with a friend and I was there for maybe like an hour. And as we were leaving, in passing, he, he just happened to say something. Literally, we're getting out of the booth to walk out of the restaurant and he said something. And I was so struck by it. I think I'd just been meditating on this whole listening thing that I felt like he was giving me a rebuke in a gentle way. And so I, I stopped him and said, can we sit back down again? Tell me what you're trying to tell me because I want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I think this whole revelation that you hear wisdom from God through other people is 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 blowing me away. And sometimes it's disguised in the voices of people you might not choose to look for wisdom from. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, the last thing I mentioned is really, really simple, but it's found all the way through scripture. And it's that the wise get wise by listening. The foolish ignore wisdom at their peril. 
which again, when you read the Proverbs, Proverbs has got to be one of the most accessible books in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So utterly profound, yet so easy to read and understand and actually apply. Yeah, I think this, you know, that point, number four, is uh, probably the most painful thing to watch as a pastor. Is like, oh, you're ignoring wisdom and you're making a decision that I know you're going to pay for. Right. And I so want to help you not make that decision, but you're actually not looking for counsel. You're only looking for agreement and I can't give you that, you know? And then you just watch, you know, Destruction happens Destruction. before And it's, it, I, it's the thing I weep the most over, is watching people that I love make decisions that I know are going to cost them. And just like, wh- why can't you hear? What is it in you that can't hear that this isn't a good decision? I think we have to get to a place where we want wisdom more than our own way. Yeah. I think that's right, babe. Yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, this is getting really deep, really late. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be deep and late. No. Here's what we're going to (laughs) do. It's, um, I wanted to do this in July, but apparently we moved house and couldn't do it at the same time. I know. I don't know what we were thinking. We want to do something we're calling Wisdom 31. It's 31 days of a social media wisdom journey. The idea behind it is that we are all going to read a chapter of Proverbs every day, for 31 days, yeah. starting with the 1st of August. Now, if you happen to listen to this and it's the 5th of August or the 10th of August, just jump straight in. The idea is we're going to read a chapter of Proverbs for the date that it is. So if it's the 13th of August, read chapter 13 of Proverbs all the way through uh, August 31st. Anything that jumps out to you from that day's reading, we want you to share it on social media using the hashtag wisdom 31 that's the word wisdom and the number three and the number one and the idea is that as we're all reading it together we're all having people share what's jumping out to them and we get to listen to other people's perspectives of what impacted them now are i think i'm so excited about this i think this is going to be awesome um are we posting on instagram or on twitter or both anywhere anywhere but just hashtag wisdom 31 yep i checked twitter instagram and facebook and nobody has yet used that uh, hashtag. So it's all going to be ours. Perfect. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do before even starting that. There is an amazing website called thebibleproject.com, which I can't recommend highly enough to you. It's The idea is that they're creating video introductions for all of the books of the Bible and all the major themes of the Bible. I mean, the quality in these videos is astonishing. The production mm. quality is unbelievable. It really is. And yeah. the scholarly work behind it is super accessible, super brilliant. There's, there's two videos I want to encourage you to watch. The first video, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, is it's an introduction to the wisdom literature in Scripture. So there's three main books of the Bible that we talk about as being the wisdom literature, the book of Job, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Ecclesiastes. This five-and-a-half-minute video gives you an overview of all three books, including the book of Proverbs. It's going to be really helpful for you to read that. Then, and again, this link's going to be in the show notes, I want you to watch the introduction to the book of Proverbs. It's also... Uh, It's about eight minutes. I guarantee you it's the best 14 minutes that you can spend on the internet. Yeah, that sounds awesome. uh, I've really enjoyed all the Bible Project videos. I think they're super helpful with laying a foundation for how to read whatever book it is. I mean, they've they've done so many of the different books in the Bible. They're they're amazing work. Yeah. And they're interesting. Like, they're not boring at all. I've... 
every single one that I've watched, I've watched more than once just because they're so well done. So what we're going to do, just to recap, is we're going to read a chapter of Proverbs every day, whatever chapter is of the day of the month that we're on, and then post to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook uh, any of the verses that actually stand out to you. So you can just straight tweet it or you can get super creative, but just hashtag it wisdom31 uh, so that everybody else can see the posts and be encouraged by one another as we're reading through Proverbs together. I think it'll be super fun. And if you don't yet follow us on social media, we're just at Alan and AJ on all channels. A-L-Y-N-A-N-D-A-J. Yeah, and we can't wait to read what wisdom you guys receive. All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want links to anything we talked about in this episode, visit alanandaj.com slash 113. Visit us online at alanandaj.com. Give us feedback. Ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you and get reading Proverbs and share your wisdom with hashtag wisdom31. Talk to you next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God are things we deal with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. Alan and AJ. Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, sharing their life experiences. Keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses. They talk about faith in God and everything under the sun. If you are a human being, there's something here for everyone. 